Wildcats Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana. And today, I just want to tell you guys, I buy collections. I don't talk about this enough on the channel. Uh, I am, uh, as I've always said, a hybrid collector investor. The investor side of me, one of the most exciting, the most fun things I have ever done in this hobby is I bought about a 900,000 card collection. Not a $900,000 card collection, but about a 900,000 uh, card collection. It was actually two collections. Uh, I looked at a collection from a local guy here who bought tons of cards in the late 90s. Uh, lots of basketball, football, baseball, a little bit of hockey, but mostly football, baseball, basketball. And then after we negotiated a deal and worked it out, and it was all raw, not one single graded card, then he put me on to another uh, guy who lived only about 20, 30 minutes outside of Baton Rouge. Uh, and I went to his house and walked into uh, a Jordan collector's heaven. It was another completely raw collection. He had probably mm, 50,000 cards maybe from the 90s, which is really cool. Uh, and he had a massive raw Jordan collection. I mean massive raw Jordan collection. And so uh, this is uh, what you're about to see is sort of two collections in one that I put into a spreadsheet. But I wanted the world to know, you viewers to know, if anybody's looking to get out of a collection or wants to just hit the reset button, uh, whether it's a raw collection, graded collection, whatever, I'm always looking uh, to get a deal done and uh, buy collections because, uh, well, two reasons. Number one, I don't mind putting in all the work to sell all the stuff and use some uh, of my connections in the hobby to get the stuff moved to make a profit, right? I'm in it for profit. This is not a non-profit uh, you know, uh, solicitation. I'm not saying, give me your collection, I'll buy it for over comps. There needs to be a margin in there for me to make money, but I don't mind putting in the work. A lot of people don't trust consigners. A lot of people don't have the know-how or the knowledge on how to go on eBay or fill in the blank send it to, you can always send it to a consignment and then just get a percentage if you really wanted to but then you got unpaid and this and that i'm talking about handing cash dollars over for collections probably i don't want to say definitely there is no price that's too high but uh i've got access to other investors so usually uh the dollar amount is never gonna be an issue as long as it's under uh under a million dollars i could probably round up the money in the investors to get it done and uh so Number one is I'd like to make a profit, right? I'm in it as a business and I'm in it as a collector. And sometimes when I buy these raw collections or these even graded collections, I pick and choose what to keep in my PC and then what to flip for profit. Uh, you guys know and you see what I collect. And so uh, that's part of the fun of buying these huge, massive collections. I'll buy small collections. If it's 40 cards, if it's 20 cards, whatever. I'm always willing to look to make deals. That's part of the most fun thing about this hobby. And so that's reason number one that I look to buy collections is profit, make money, take the money, reinvest it, buy the cards I want, keep the ones for PC, sell the other ones, make some money, reinvest it, buy more PC cards, et cetera, et cetera, grow the collection, take a step forward, move forward, um, and uh, and help out some people who at the same time are just looking to cash out, who don't have the expertise or the know-how or the knowledge or the access or the time, don't wanna invest the time to liquidate a really big collection, especially if it's raw. One of the most fun things about buying raw collections is you can do all those things I just mentioned, but then you've got to pick and choose what to send for grading. And so reason number two I like buying collections is it makes for awesome content. So I'm picking through tons upon tons upon tons of cards. Uh, the collection you're about to see uh, on this spreadsheet that I'm about to share with you was a really fun endeavor. And I'm telling you, between the two collections, it probably pushed close to a million cards. Um, I wasn't doing content then. It would have been 
gold. It would have you guys would have laughed your ass off. You would have absolutely been in heaven uh, watching me go through '90s box after '90s box after '90s box. How much I learned about the '90s cards just going through those boxes, pulling Jordans. I mean, we're talking about. <sighs> 2,500 Raw Jordans, maybe? I'm guessing some of them nice cards. Some of them junk wax off-centered base that are worth a quarter or 50 cents or whatever. But uh, how much fun would that have been? I just wasn't doing the channel at the time. And uh, I put all this stuff in like the game room that I have in my house by my my kid's ping pong table and it took up like a whole corner of a game room and it took us three months three months between me and my business partner on this deal who's one of my best friends here in town uh it, it took us about three months to go through it and he took half and i took half it still took about three months to go through these boxes sleeve and top load the ones we wanted to put away the long white boxes of the commons with no value for you know maybe we look at them at a later date um you know kind of crunching through card ladder figuring out which cards were grade worthy which cards weren't but uh that's the other beautiful side of me buying collections is any collection I buy, you guys are going to watch me film, go through it, talk through it, put together nerdy spreadsheets like the one I'm about to show you. So make money, have fun, uh, piecing through it and growing my PC. And then thirdly, making great content and sharing it with you guys. So there's three reasons that I want you guys to know I am buying collections. If anybody is interested in selling baseball, basketball, football, hockey, uh, that's probably where it stops. I don't know anything about Pokemon or any of that stuff and I really don't want to dive in. I don't care how much money I make. It's just not worth it. I'm not the guy for that. But the other stuff um, I'd always be interested in Obviously, specifically basketball. I mean, if it's basketball or soccer, absolutely, I would love to look at it. Um, anyway, this is, uh, I guess it's my channel, so I can say whatever I want. I am, yes, just letting the world know I am always interested in buying collections. How do you reach me? The easiest way to reach me is uh, is on Instagram. And here, let me uh, actually pull that up. I didn't even think about that. Um, search Cajun. There it is. All right, so let me screen share with you guys here. Okay, there's my Instagram page, easy to find. If you're not on Instagram, it's easy and free to make an account. Just make a freaking account and message me. I can't give out my cell number, I love you guys, but there is some uh, wackos out there. Uh, of course, none of you that are watching right now am I referring to, but there are some wackos out there. Trust me, I've gotten some creepy ass, weird, stupid, and really honestly just rude messages, uh, but I'm Cajun underscore cardboard. Uh, that's my logo, same logo that matches up with the uh, the screen share banner at the top that you're seeing um and so uh and instagram's really good you should be on instagram if you're not on instagram anyway this is just a bunch of the stuff that i've posted recently but uh instagram's cool it's all about sharing pictures and then talking about it uh and it's got a link to my channel on here too of course so uh and that's my bio louisiana collector slash investor hoops content creator youtube channel is cajun cardboard also i'm on spotify apple google Podcasts, pc mj and dame and set collectors and of course jack and Giannis. um and now Kevin De Bruyne. We haven't talked about that, but I also uh, collect Kevin De Bruyne, a great midfielder uh, for Manchester City uh, and Belgium. Uh, but uh, let's let's screen share. Let me show you. This is uh, this is. You guys know I'm nerdy, right? You guys know I'm nerdy. So let me just kind of walk you through this. And so I looked at this collection, and uh, it was actually Christmas of 2020. So the good news is I stumbled onto a gold mine. The bad news is I bought it. Uh, during the peak. Uh, the more good news is I sold a lot of it during the peak of 2021 as well. Uh, but some more bad news is that was when PSA was shutting down and it would take forever to grade cards. But long story short, I'm trying to add this up. I probably graded 350, 
seven, about 14, 13, 1400 cards with PSA. Okay, just from these two collections. And you'll see, let me uh, highlight it for you. So up here at the top, you'll see that says purchase MK collection. So that was collection number one, where we went to the guy's house. Believe it or not, the guy lived five miles away. My business partner is a personal trainer who trained this guy. And my, bi my business partner is one of my best friends. He was telling the guy that he collects cards. And the guy's like, well, I have thousands and thousands and thousands of cards that I used to buy with my buddies and with uh, for my son back in the 90s they used to go to the local card shop that was about five miles away from our house and just buy and rip wax and so they just get it they'd shove it in the box and these cards were in impeccable impeccable condition for raw cards they went straight from packs straight into long white boxes and that's the end of it right uh, some of them were in top loaders the ones that he knew were valuable but he never graded because back in the mid 90s I mean he just didn't know about grading and that really wasn't the thing to do with your cards there wasn't as much of an emphasis placed on grading back then as there is now but uh, so the first uh, collection that I purchased you'll see was 5,500 bucks cash. Boom, here you take it. The next one was 16,000. That was the Jordan collection that I was telling you guys about. And so uh, I won't take you through all the details and the numbers because, hey, I don't remember. It was almost uh, three years ago. Um, this was December of 2020. So, yeah, we're pushing almost three years ago. God, it seems like a whole lifetime ago. Um, but we had to place a number on it. Both of those guys were super happy with the number. I handed them cash. I literally had to load multiple vehicles with all of these cards. Um, we spent probably 15 hours at their houses just going through the cards, trying to put pen to paper, trying to, to figure out approximately what it's worth and then back into a number that made sense for us because as you guys know, looking through almost a million cards is gonna take a lot of time. There's gonna be a lot of junk in there. Um, you're taking a lot of risk because you don't know what these cards are gonna grade with PSA. So uh, we kinda reverse calculated what our margin needed to be and backed our way into an offer and uh, both of those offers worked out for those guys and uh, and I've got all the numbers pulled up on the screen and we'll show you kind of how it worked out but uh, so I, I was in total for about 21,500 for those two collections uh, this is our PSA grading so the first thing we did was we took out 20 Jordans that would not be bulk cards they will they had to be shipped um, not just Jordans, but uh, uh, there's actually a Kobe in here, and then I think the rest of them are all Jordans. So we knew um, we couldn't really send these bulk, and I wanted to get them back quick because I wanted to see how close we can get to getting our money back right away. So we took the 20 uh, best cards from both of these collections uh, and sent them in. And again, there's no crazy-ass home runs in here, right? There's no PMGs. There's no essential credentials. There's no one-on-one -on -one masterpiece. There's none of the legacy collections, nothing like that. But you'll get a look. This is the first shipment of 20 that we sent on March 20th. 22nd 2021 here you go um, that's what uh, that's what they graded and those are the I think it adds up to maybe 20 that we sent and we paid uh, PSA $1,043 so that tax you know we put that on our expense sheet over here on the left um, we got a Kobe 96 I think it was a, a, a tops actually and again these prices you're gonna look at these prices and be like those prices are way off dude those cards are not worth that much they were then, okay? These were card ladder values, sales data back in March. Uh, well, I, I received it on March of 2021. And so these are the ones that we had to pay a little bit more to grade. As you can see, it was about $50 a card because we couldn't send them bulk because they were too valuable. Uh, the 87 Fleer MJ got a five. And I remember PSA just literally reached up from, from 
the grave, grabbed both my testicles and tore them away from my scrotum sack. That's how bad the grades were based on how awesome these cards look. This was the era where PSA was taking all the shit because their PSA 10s were too easy to get and people were getting like 75% gym, myself included, hands raised, right? I did it for three, four, five years. Uh, this was where PSA said, oh yeah, you think our grades are so easy? Watch this. We will rip your testicles out. And that's what they did to us. So this really should have cash flowed so, so, so much better. Like this should have been a huge number. Um, but you'll see Kobe got an 8.5. The MJ Fleer got a 5, which is absurd. PSA 7 for the MJ 87 sticker. A maximum Metal 8. Maximum Metal 8.5. Anticipation. Uh, 92 Panini Foil sticker. Scoring Kings got a PSA 6, which we were disappointed in. Golden Touch got a 6. Bowman Atomic Refractor got a 9, which is $1,100 card at the time. Uh, a 95 Bean Team got an 8, which I I still have in my collection. So that's the part of this, this aspect of buying collections that I told you that I love because I get to keep the ones that I want. Two Natural Born Thrillers did an 8 and a 9, which is pretty good. I thought they had a chance at a 10, which would have been a huge number. I missed. I didn't get any 10s except for the hot numbers. The hot numbers got a 10 because that does grade well. Back then, uh, hot numbers were worth 5,200. Just out of curiosity, what's a hot numbers worth right now? Let's look it up together. Let's see. Uh, let's go hot numbers. Jordan PSA 10 ladder boom. What's this? What's this thing worth today? 1987, but you can see let's pull it up. Let's go back. Let's go to all-time Let's go to all-time. So yeah, so at, so at one point so there you go in April's were 6300. That's crazy. That's crazy So I had it for 5200 because I got these back in March. So the next month they were still going up uh, Thunder and lightning raw um, It did they wouldn't grade that that was the one where the Jordan fits in the Pippin sleeve and they like PSA wouldn't grade it for us This is the value of the first shipment. So at that point we're in you know, we're in for 21.5 about 22.5 We got 17 grand just out of the first shipment of all of the best cards, right? Those are the those were definitely the 20 best cards in my opinion. Um, shipment number two, uh, actually there were some really good cards in shipment number two because we looked at that second collection a couple months after the first collection. Uh, so you'll see shipment number two here. We got a Fleer Barkley, a Topps Chrome uh, Refractor Jordan that got a seven, uh, 96 Stadium Club Fusion Jordan that got a six, Top Seasons Best. These are all these cool inserts and parallels that I'm always talking about on my channel. So you can imagine how excited I was to look at all this stuff in one place in raw condition and at the time I'm looking at these cards I'm telling y'all I'm not full of shit I know how grading works I was looking at eights nines with a chance at some tens I really thought we were going to make a buttload of money but I did factor in the fact that PSA had tightened the screws on their grades and we needed some cushion there and so that's why we made the offers that we made that were uh, happily accepted so that uh, grading phase two for some reason I don't have I don't know where grading phase two went, but I have grading phase three on here, uh, four thousand bucks. Grading phase four, four thousand bucks. Look at the. This is the number of cards. Three hundred and thirty in this order. Two hundred and eighty-three in this order. Uh, and then I, you know, we're splitting this fifty-fifty with my buddy. So down here, it's like how much total is did all of this cost with the grading and the buy-in? I'm in for thirty-eight thousand three fifty-seven. So my buddy, my business partner, owes me nineteen one seventy-nine. And then this is a ledger. He was paying me in uh, in installments. So he paid me three one. 
one, five, 48, 10, 86 or whatever. Uh, and then, uh, and then I got the rest right here. And so he paid me up. He actually owes me six bucks. I won't forget it. I'm, I'll make sure it's probably seven bucks now with interest. Actually, it's probably nine bucks now with interest the way things are going. Uh, but here's some of the cards I got in shipment to 97 Chrome season's best Jordan PSA 10. I can't remember, but I think that might've been bombardiers. I'm not certain. Um, and then, uh, and then I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do them all, right? Because, oh, that shipment number two was only 15 cards. So for whatever reason, that wasn't included in there. Uh, shipment number three was the 330 card when I couldn't list all those out, right? Although it would have made for great content. Um, and so it's basically, it was 330 low to mid-end Jordan base parallels. And I estimated the fair market value of that based on the grades that they received. And it was about 37 grand. And so right there, we're like, okay, we doubled our money. Uh, well, we didn't double our money, but we're doing really well. Uh, we've we've broke even and then some, right? Because remember, we're in for thirty-eight thousand, and now after three of them, we've got about uh, what is that? Thirty-seven, fifty-four, about about sixty grand. Okay, so we got about sixty grand. Now again, y'all are looking and you're like, y'all rob these dudes. Y'all rob these dudes. I can't stress to you how much work this was to go through all of these cards and how much time. Uh, you know, I know what I bill by the hour as an attorney, and I know what other attorneys bill by the hour. Um, this was this was a very very time intensive deal. If I had to guess, I am gonna guess I probably now again I'm not gonna call it work because it was fun as hell. I, I swear I'm not exaggerating y'all. I probably spent close to a hundred hours opening cards like oh go going through boxes one card at a time and it was even bad because i mean i probably should have given some to some kids or something like that but but y'all we had close to a million cards i had to throw some and go i mean i filled my at the street garbage cans with like 93 you know hoops i didn't have anywhere to put them my wife was like absolutely not i mean i can't I tell y'all i mean it took up like half of a bedroom stacked with boxes to the ceiling i mean it was an unbelievable unimaginable amount of cards in one place and so we actually had to throw some of them away that were definitely not valuable uh under any circumstances even at the time during that bubble uh and then shipment number four uh it's other other guys low to mid 90s primarily rookie cards like base ray allen's base iverson's base kobe's base you know little ones uh those 283 cards came back. I got crushed by PSA. Like we were expecting much bigger numbers here. Those are worth 9,145. Uh, and then the last, uh, what is this? Fair market value. Oh yeah, this is just me adding all those up. So uh, shipment number five, I didn't break down. I must not have broken it down because it was 500 plus cards. Lots of Shaq 90 stuff. Not rookies necessarily, but like Shaq uh, steel towers and you know silver spotlights and stuff like that. Those actually came back because there were so many of them. Of course, it cost me six thousand one hundred with PSA to grade them, but they came back at nineteen thousand. And so the total fair market value number is about eighty-eight thousand. If you for taxes, you know you take out or taxes and eBay fees and all that, so you take out another twenty-five percent. So it still ended up being a really good investment. And it was really fun uh, to go through that process. Uh, I just remember getting sick to my stomach when I got the PSA grades back because we were expecting so much more uh, than what we got and we just didn't get what we were expecting. But uh, that just kind of gives you uh, you know, an idea of how I did it, how I do it. If I ever bought another collection, this is how I would do the spreadsheet. Um, you know, As far as what percentage I'm paying based on comps, it just depends, man. It depends if 
it's raw, depends if it's graded. I mean, graded stuff you bring in, you PC what you want, you sell what you want. It's all done. There's really not that much time other than comping everything uh, and you know shipping and you know taking your fees and paying your taxes and covering eBay and all that stuff. So that's a real liquid, real quick, low time intensive type thing. Even for hundreds of slabs, I could do that. That's not a lot of time, but big, humongous raw collections like this where cards haven't been looked at in 30, 40, 50 years is a totally different deal. So uh, that just gives you guys some idea of how I uh, handled probably the biggest, well, certainly the biggest uh, card collection I've ever purchased in my entire life. Now, I've made much bigger purchases of a group of slab cards, but it wasn't an entire collection of, you know, somebody saying, what do I have here? What do you give me for everything? It wasn't that. It was like four or five cards that were a few hundred grand. That's a whole different deal, right? That's more expensive, um, but you know exactly what you're getting, and you're, you're basically just comping cards the way you buy them. It wasn't a whole collection. This was like Good luck getting your brain wrapped around what you're looking at. It was an overwhelming, but absolutely some of the most fun I have ever had in the hobby was going through those boxes and finding some gems, you know, uh, you know, stumbling across, you know, a couple Shaq rookies that were in a set that was just in one random white box that was not labeled amongst literally 180 or 300 white boxes there, there might be one 1992 stadium club set and there's a jordan uh you know a couple jordans in there or whatever it's so that that was some of the most fun i've ever had in the hobby and i would love to replicate it and that's why i'm making this video i am always looking to buy collections probably not too big i can't say i'm going to buy a million dollar collection but Probably not too big because I could always pull in some deep pockets local guys that would uh, that would jump in with me and and share it and uh, and, and do something like that. And, but also not too small. Like if y'all have anything, even if it's a baseball card collection, I especially love uh, would look to, like to look at collections from 70s, 80s, you know. Old vintage stuff would be awesome. I would love that. So I'd, I'd look at my vintage baseball, basketball, football, hockey, whatever, uh, soccer, uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all the way to a modern day collection. I'd love to look at all that stuff. That's just fun. That's the most fun I've ever had in the hobby. And I would love to replicate it. So I'm using my big mouth on my channel uh, to reach out. If anybody ever has anybody, and if any of you guys have access to somebody who's like, I want to buy a collection, but you're looking for funding and you don't have the funds. And even if it's in another state, that's fine. We can kind of figure stuff out. And you want somebody to go in, have seeds, as they used to say, with you on the playground at recess. Or you're looking for like a silent investor, somebody to come in as a money guy. I'm a guy. I would love to do that. Um, you know, as long as I could vet you, uh, whoever reaches out to me, and vet the source and the collection and put eyes and hands on the collection and appraise it myself, I would love to get involved in anything like that. So I'm just letting the world know I'm out there as a resource and a potential buyer and uh, would love to read do what I did in late 2020, early 2021 when the hobby was at, in a frenzy and uh, I got a chance to buy two really cool raw collections from some guys around my age who hadn't looked at cards in years and years and years. And so uh, anyway, long story short, let me know in the comments what you think about this. Have you all ever done something like this where you've bought a huge ass collection? Would you like to? Um, uh, I would like to do it again because it was so much fun and I've bought other collections and I have other spreadsheets, but this was the biggest and the baddest. So I thought it would be really cool to show you 
And you can see as I got towards the end, it, you know, I couldn't itemize each and every card. It was just, it was just starting to become a lot of work. And so I just kind of would take the PSA grades and I would take the grades and I'd put uh, approximate fair market value. I'd total up each page, add up all the pages and plug a number in. So you'll see like shipping number five is 500 cards, but I've just got a number. This is what the damn cards were worth, you know, and some of them were, some of them I took a loss on, you know, and that's part of the way that you have to break this thing down. You're going to take a loss on some of these cards. You may look at a card and think it's a PSA 8, especially if it's a relevant card. If you think it's PSA 9 and it comes back to PSA 6, you may lose money on that card. But when you're doing it with so many and you build in enough cushion of a margin, um, you know, you could take those losses and recoup them with some wins, you know, like on a hot numbers PSA 10, for instance. So um, as always, I appreciate you guys watching. Hopefully you enjoyed this video. There's really not... Um, you know, any rhyme or reason. It was just me rambling about it and trying to let the world know I want to buy collections and why I want to buy collections. Make money, right? There's no shame in that. Uh, add to my PC and grow my PC from the cards that I pull out of the collection. Have fun doing it because buying raw, grading, and then flipping slash keeping in your PC, it doesn't get any more fun, which is why you guys always see me doing uh uh, uh, submissions to PSA, grade reveals to PSA, and then choosing what I'm going to send to my PWCC vault to keep in there for the next mail day, right? Uh, and then lastly is uh, making great content, right? So there's it's a win-win, win-win uh, if, uh, if there's a collection out there to be had, assuming I price it right and the seller gets what they think they deserve and I get compensated for the time and energy and effort that's required to, uh, to make the investment come to fruition, it could be a win-win for for the buyer and the seller as well and uh you know worst case scenario you can always say no not enough cajun that is not enough money you offered me uh i do not want to sell my collection to you in which case none of us are any worse off and we can go our separate ways and we got to meet each other and make a new friend in the hobby uh and maybe learn something about uh, about the collection so as always thank you guys for watching so much keep collecting stay positive in the hobby peace